This is Hacking the Afterlife podcast with Jennifer Schaefer. Jennifer! Hi, Richard. How are you? I am fabulous. How are you? Fabulous. We missed you. Um, I think you went to New York City. I was back in New York, in the Hamptons, in the city, and then a wedding. Yeah, it's it was... Uh, <laughs> it was oh, I love it. I, I love it. I've been home for a week, gone for a week, home for a week, gone for a week. Now I'm home for a little while, which I'm super excited about. Well, our fans on the flip side, Hacking the Afterlife, flip side? The Hacking the Afterlife podcast are so happy that you're back because they're just tired of waiting for me to click on play and record. (laughs) What do I do? That's all I do. That's my job, play and record. That is not true. Very good. So... Um, and it was wonderful seeing you on Monday. It was. Uh, and for, for those who wonder how we were able to finally see each other in public, we had a memorial service for my, my elder older brother. Passed away about a month ago, and we had a lovely, lovely memorial for him. A lot of fun. I loved it. I love the fact that Freddie understands me more through you. <laughs> Freddie being her husband. Yes. Somebody who's on this side. The flip side. Yes, that is but, true. But, you know, that's the thing about memorials. You know, funerals are funerals. Uh, I'm half Irish. And my whole life, I probably had more fun and more partying and more alcohol consumption at Irish funerals. Because that's what people do. They tell stories. Anyway. And uh, so it was a treat for us because we were able to bring together parts of my family from all over the country and they all celebrated my brother, who was quite a character in his own right. So that was that was fun. And thank you for coming, because a, a lot of people at the dinner didn't admit it because they'd be afraid to, but they're huge fans of yours. What? Yeah. That's funny. Yeah. They, That's you know, they listen to the podcast, but they won't tell it to their mate because they're afraid, you know, they'll get so mocked funny. or teased for. It's okay. Talking to the flip side, this is story of my life. You know, I'm a, I'm a, a guy who spent his career, you know, making movies and stuff like that, which was kind of semi-legitimate. And now, <laughs> you know, now that I'm kind of de- focused on this, people are like, "Why aren't you back on the treadmill? You're supposed to be doing what everybody else is suffering over the next movie and who's going to be in it." and what the box office return is, et cetera, et cetera. Anyway. I actually feel like you're going to have your chance for that again. I feel that. I know that. But in the interim, think of all the, think of all the people that have, I know, that have come to me saying they're so grateful for your work hmm. and what you put out there. Like the people that you've helped, including myself. I'm not just saying that because we're in a podcast together. Um, you helped me with my grief with my dad. And so if you can help someone as stubborn as myself, you, I know you've helped a lot of other people. Well, let's talk about that a little bit because that's what we talk about here, which is grief. We do talk about good grief and bad grief, good grief. Um, Luana, I'm gonna toss it over to you because of course you were a topic of conversation quite a bit this past week, people talking about you. Yeah, and you just showed me the whole room was filled. Like everybody was standing around in the room. So they showed us, you know, the, how we were sitting. In oh, the, we were sitting in a square. Yeah. Sitting in a square. She showed me it was all lined up all the way around. She brought the whole class down, which I did hear Prince. Like they kept on playing songs of our classes. Uh, 
you know, people in our class, which I found was interesting. I would go, you know, but he just showed me that again. Prince just showed up. He goes, I was right there. And then they played the song that we were trying to, you know, trying to. Well, it. let's ask, let's ask about that, Loana. So the idea of here we all are gathering as a memorial. And so the people who show up might not necessarily be related to the more memorial. They're related to right. just the idea of showing up. And what's it like for you guys on the flip side to show up to a something that's completely foreign and different from what your experience is? It was funny. She's like, it's so it was so loud on the other side. It was so loud. We were the quiet ones. It was so loud. They were so loud celebrating and having a huge party and having like it was almost they're showing me like a mirror of what we were doing. Ours was a lot more somber, I want to say. Yeah. Um, We were so excited. Like every time a story came through, um, everybody, I mean, it was just like a standing ovation. And then there would be that he would throw in some, your brother would throw in some other things to add to it. Um, he loved it. He loved everybody that was there. He loved the energy that was there in the room. He said that everyone felt me at some point. He's like, including you, <laughs> me. Um, and the stories, like, were outstanding especially like I'm, the one that comes to my mind which you just showed me was the ants and how that kept him from going you know he almost died and how that kept him so and just to explain what we did was we had this square table of relatives and friends and everybody went around the room and told a story about my brother jeff and their journey with him and what their experience was and so some of the people in the room who had never met him got a real sense of who he was from all of these incredible stories of him being a race car driver, uh, advertising director, Rolling Stone, all kinds of adventures, including when he served during the um, Vietnam War, he was in the army and his life was saved by an ant. And I, I read the chapter from a book that I bugged him about writing for years. And he wrote this wonderful chapter about how he was on maneuvers and the army and his arm was covered with red ants and he died, had a near death experience and they brought him back to life. But in the experience of being on the flip side, briefly, he got a, a sense of he had to come back because there was something important to do. And as I read that, I looked across the room at his son Johnny, and I realized, oh, that was that's it. what that's what he, he had showed to that to me in my mind. So isn't that interesting? You know, yeah. and because but the point is, is that sometimes you have an event or an adventure that you don't really understand, but it's not until you get to the flip side, you see that it's just a chapter in a big, long book that might include many lifetimes, that might include many adventures. Well, so, he, said he, had a, he said he had the best Rolling Stone party there was up there. <laughs> oh, I'm sure. All those musicians, too. Very yeah. good. He's like, we're the young ones now. He goes, don't feel sorry for us. We're young. <laughs> wow, that's an interesting way to put it. And yeah. uh, Luana, is there anyone on the flip side that wants to come forward and talk to us today? I actually thought, and I know she just passed, but rarely do I get hits because I don't even look, but I kept getting Olivia Newton-John. Okay, very and good. Maybe it's because we're going to, you know, I have a, well, show. I have a suspicion, uh, suspicion about why she would be so welcome in this class so quickly. And not that everybody isn't. It's just that 
not everybody sort of has the experience of figuring out how to communicate. So Luana, do you want to show the connection between you and Olivia Newton-John? And I think that's somebody in our class. Oh, the guy that wrote Greece, right? That's right, Randall Kleiser. Randall Kleiser, who we've done a session with. He was the guy who directed Greece. And is, and, he, is that the one I was talking to that was in spirit or is he still here? Sorry. No, he's still here. And okay. we had a conversation with his boyfriend right. who died some years ago. And it's in, it's a chapter in one of our books, uh, Backstage Pass, the flip Luana, side. Luana just showed me again though, that was she mentoring Olivia? She was friends with Olivia. Or well, she was friends with Olivia through another friend that's in our class. In our class. And I try I met her. I met her over at Luana's friend's house. It feels like more of like an, not Charles Groban, but it feels like more of a, um, like a, an agent or an attorney. Like a showbiz thing. Yeah, showbiz. Yes. Okay. Sally Kellerman and her husband, Jonathan. Crane. Oh, she showed me Sally. Okay. So Jonathan was an agent, manager, producer. He, he represented true. Travolta. I wouldn't have for many years and yeah he produced all he of john's movies he showed me it was like an agent slash you know somebody that was in the movie biz but i wouldn't have i would not have remembered or but but what's interesting is that i got i got to know randall later in life mm -hmm. randall uh, directed a movie randall kleiser directed a movie for jonathan grain and so somewhere in there randall yeah. and olivia newton john was over at their house um Anyway, and so that's where I got a chance to meet her over with Sally Kellerman. And I, I, I know Sally loved to sing, and so that we might even had songs. She might have sung. I don't remember. Yeah. But Olivia, so let me let me ask you. Oh, and they just showed me the sound of music too. So I don't know. The, well, the director Robert Wise, I knew him, but is that the connection? The guy yeah. who directed they're the movie. Showing me, they're showing the lead the lead person. Oh, Julie Andrews. Julie Andrews. Julie's on this side. Okay, hold that thought. Julie's on this side. Uh, she was married to Blake Edwards. And Blake Edwards is friends with Luana. And they were all part of a group together. So okay. it's very possible. The group that sometimes we meet here, Sydney Pollack, is that it? Okay. Sydney Pollack was a member of that group. And Blake Edwards is a member of that group. So for him to show you Sound of Music, that's a way for me to make that connection there between those. Yeah. All right, so Olivia, are you aware of what we're doing here? Yes. So she was aware of it. It almost feels like she was very close to it, or she was aware of it when she was here. So while you were, that, let, I don't could, know if that's because of Sally. Well, it might have been because of the illness, and you know, you spend a lot of time sort of outside of your conscious mind. You might have been aware of it because Sally or somebody might have come. I don't know. Yeah. Who could point to somebody in our class who helped you? I keep getting Sally. Okay, that's fine. Sally Kellerman was a great help, and that would make sense. You don't have to be super close friends with somebody on the flip side for them to help you. You know, they can show up. But so I, the reason I asked that is so I can ask the following question. So who, Olivia, greeted you when you crossed over? She's just saying it was her family. Um her mom and dad yeah her mom and dad her oh why is she coming through um who's the one that was married to the guy from the chocolate factory 
I'm sorry. I'm Gilda, Gilda coming through. Gilda. So very nice, Gilda. She's showing, she's showing me like she was meet. She was met by everyone. It feels like so. Um, and she was a huge. I don't know. I keep seeing dogs everywhere. Oh, she had a lot of pets and animals. Is that right? Um, I don't know, but that's well. I, I mean, she could tell us. Did horses too? She was uh, greeted. Well, I knew she lived up in Santa Ynez Valley. Okay. Gilda also had breast cancer. The same, you know, she had a. Got it. Okay, cancer. I actually didn't know how how. Lived yeah, it was a. It had it, it sort of came back and it mistab okay. whatever that word is into her back, and she had sciatica. Luana also had the same kind of uh, affliction. You know, it's like I think it, three out of five people who get this particular form just don't make it. So uh, you'd think somehow science would try to figure that one out. I'm hoping they're changing that. But I Olivia. Do, but I, do, I just want to say, my mom just found out yesterday she's cancer-free. Oh, that's fantastic. So um, My mother had breast cancer. A lot of people actually didn't know that. Um, we held it private, you know, but, but we're just. Didn't tell glad. people. Yeah. Well, I'm so glad. That's Being fabulous. Normal. Very excited. So, Olivia, and so what was that experience like seeing your family? I've read a little bit, uh, just in case you showed up today. She, she said she saw them before she left. So she kept seeing them. Okay. So your father. In particular, did she lose a baby? Okay. So let me just. Well, hold on. Before we get into the, the, those that details, that were you, your, your family, the greeted you did it include your mother and father or are they still on the planet no. not at first not at first okay not at first she's saying and it feels like more of a child or it feels like more of okay a somebody that she might have lost yeah in her life that's we see that a lot in our and it was somebody that um let me work this out because i she, I keep getting shown a boat. Okay, I, hold on. I'm going to get to that question. She's anticipating what I'm going to ask. So what happened to that uh, that fella that you were married to? And, or I don't think you, I don't know if you married him or not. Anyway, your boyfriend disappeared on a boat. He was on a boat and he disappeared. And some people thought he like escaped to Mexico. And what happened with that guy? Patrick. Does she know I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah, that's what she kept on. She showed me the boat earlier, and I vaguely remember. I remember. It's she knew I was going to ask the question. Okay, so he's over there. Okay, so let's not. We're not going to focus on Patrick too much because I think he got. So uh, just co correct us. So Olivia, did he die uh, off a boat? Fell off a boat on a fishing no. trip? No, he escaped off a boat on a fishing trip and then eventually passed away. Is that correct? Or his higher self is on the flip side? I don't, I'm just going to tell you what I get. I know not to judge it. Yeah. I feel like he's with her on the other side, not here. Okay. That's, that's fine. I, I don't want to focus too much on, know. you know, there was a lot of consternation because he disappeared and, you know, people looked for him and then they gave up at a certain point and they thought that he was lost at sea. And then some, you know, you, you showed know. up again, correct? Well, no, the TV stations, went looking for him and they said that it was a fake thing and you know they were just selling more you know yeah no those shows i, I, I just I, I, that's why i don't want to focus on it it's not important right, but i feel um <laughs> okay, we don't have to focus on it 
<laughs> something didn't happen to them. It might not have been at that time. Yeah, that's okay. That's okay. I mean, they have their own relationship. I'm more interested in Olivia. You had a lot of friends. You had more than one husband. So who did you, who were you surprised to run into on the flip side? She said she was surprised to run into Prince. Ah, they all are. Everybody seems to be surprised to run into him. That's lovely. Had you met him in life when you were still on the planet? Briefly, it feels like at an awards of some sort. Okay, very good. And so what was your... What was Diane Warwick, so I don't know what it, the association. Oh, Diane Warwick, and so what was the what was your experience once once you crossed over? Was it happy? Was it disconcerting? Was it relief? Relief. Relief that I didn't have to see everybody watch me fade away, and was it something you knew would happen in this way, or were you already aware of it, or? I was not aware of it. Until the last couple, it feels like last couple of months of her life. Yeah. And I saw that your father was involved in the, the British military. I, do you want to talk about that at all? Did anything happen to his leg or was there anything? I don't know. I only know about his occupation. It's very possible. Okay. She just showed me something. You heard it got hurt? Yeah, it got hurt. Um, that my, he was in Bletchley Park, which is where, so maybe he was hurt, but that's where the code breakers were. Okay. And um, he, he was kind of famous because he served in the, the high ranking field after the war. Uh, I don't know. And, and he also arrested Rudolf Hess, who was a, one of Hitler's guys. Wow. Um, Maybe that's why she kept on showing me the because she showed she keeps showing me also the guy that's that from um, the lead person that was on um, Sound of Music, not Julie Andrews, but her husband that became her husband. Um, yeah, well, I can never remember. So maybe, that, maybe that was her representation of a fa like a father because he was also right. Not Could be, yeah, British. yeah. All I know is that he was a war hero and he wound up serving in, I think, the MI5, you know, the, yeah. the Secret Service um, stuff. And she was raised, she grew, she was born in England and raised in Australia. Okay. So what was that like for you? I mean, you know, your journey, your path, was that all planned in advance? How did that all work out? That it just opened up a lot of doors because of the way she looked, how she was. Um, where it took her, you know? Um, yeah, she said that that was something that, that um, made affected her life. life. Yeah, yeah. life. And I'm, I'm aware that Alan Carr, the producer of Grease. She keeps saying, she goes, I've had the best life. Hmm. You know, um, I had the best life. It's sad that people remember certain things about it, but I had the best life. Do you have anything you want to say to John? I've been in his dreams before and after. <laughs> um, what a great, great friend. Did what you know friend. Kelly? Did you know his wife, Kelly? 
Yes, but um, wow, hold on. It feels like a yes, but she was a lot younger. Makes sense because yeah, you know, when they met, when she was a younger actress. And have you seen Kelly? Kelly's over there. I mean, I don't know if you guys, if she's yeah. part. You have okay, very good. Yeah, very good. Talk to John. Very good. And uh, Kelly, do you want to say hello? I mean, I, I've never, we've never spoken to you before, but you also knew Sally and Jonathan. She says one, she's like, hold on tight. It's one crazy ride. That's what Kelly says. Yeah. And are you talking to John? Are you having, it seems like his. Every day. Every day. He seems quite open to having conversations and refers to you in present tense. Well, I think, I don't, it feels like Scientology teaches that. Okay, but still, yeah, it, you know, it's different. Very when... open. He's had a lot, you know, with my, and then she brings forth her son um, with everything that we, because she's, he's had a lot of loss recently. He's had a lot of loss. Yeah, that's true. Uh, he, you know, he had said something very nice about Olivia yesterday. I did see that. I did. That was one thing that I did see. Okay, very good. All right, so Kelly, I'm not asking you to step aside, but I did invite, we did, I guess, Luana invited. Olivia here. Olivia, what do you want to tell people about your journey okay. now? What's it like over there? <laughs> Xanadu. <laughs> Very good. Really? I, I, if someone told me to like think of the music or the song, she's like, it's like Xanadu, but a constant form of Xanadu. Like that's my like roller skating. Like it's, you know, um, it's a constant form of it. Okay. I might some people might consider it a little bit hellacious, but but still, I understand. Not the movie version of Xanadu, no, but no. the idea of... The idea that there's a Xanadu. Yeah, the Xanadu that was originally part of Tibet, you see. That's where that all comes from. I did from. not know that. Yeah, it's all part of the so idea of... Well, what is Xanadu then? Well, it's, a, it's Shambhala. It's this traditional... This kingdom in the west western part of Tibet that's from way predates history. There was some kind of wonderful kingdom there where everything was really lovely, and that's the way it's remembered. And that became, you know, this the mythology. And Sally starred in a movie that was about that world. Well, I just Lost Horizon. What I know when they show me things that it's usually very multi-layered. So you're the one that unpacks it, but I'm like. I, of course, only know the one from the movie, which was also, to me, when I heard it, it's all dreamy, right? Yeah. That it was in the movie, but has definitely has, especially with the one in the class, I'm sure Xanadu has that meaning, has, there's several meanings of it. Well, and you could, you could argue that they're really talking about home. That right. The flip side, which is all mental constructs and, and kind of, you know, that kind of beautiful, whatever you're creating, whether it's rollerblading or or singing or dancing. And we've heard so many different versions of that. And so Olivia, it's back to you. So you were surprised to see Prince. What was what else was a surprise for you? Or, or are you just used to it now? Just the love and the sounds and the music that's over there. It's a crescendo. It's a crescendo of your life here. So she had a lot of love in her life and she's saying that just you know she showed me packing a suitcase and just it's like going from economy to first class not a hierarchy <laughs> but just 
like a way of traveling, like the love that comes and emanates from everyone. She says, there's, there's nothing like it. You might get glimpses of glimpses of it here. Like, and she goes, it actually makes people sad because that's really what home is, is this big powder puff love. Um, she's saying the colors were dreamy. The colors over there are just dreamy. Beautiful. Yeah. And we have heard that. I know, uh, you know, when we talked to James Kahn a couple of weeks ago. What? He was, when we <laughs> talked to yeah, we did. And he I was saying, this. <laughs> I'm like, oh, kitty. We, we well, he was saying the same thing. The yeah. colors, the color was so different. There were so many more colors than he had ever experienced on earth, but to be able to see and. Sally's coming through. Hold on. Hi, Sal. Oh, she just gave you a big kiss on your forehead. Ah. It's like held your hand and just said, thank you for coming over, even if you thought I didn't know. And she loved the chocolates. Um, <laughs> Sally, are you getting any chocolate over there? Are they giving you chocolate, I hope? <laughs> I'm creating better chocolate for myself. Better chocolate. Wow, that's pretty mm -hmm. cool. Uh, because oh. Sally did like her chocolate. It was more fun to watch Sally have a piece of chocolate than it was to actually do the whole thing. I mean, just watching her. It was a whole ritual of chocolate. <laughs> oh, my gosh. The whole look. The love I don't know that this. she would, That's just what she made me see. Yeah, you would know. But I mean, you know, bringing her chocolate and the look on her face when the box would appear, you know, and then opening it up and then holding it up. I mean, it was like a romantic love affair, like you can't believe. She says it continues. It continues on. Better. So, so Sally, Olivia, Luana, what do you guys want to, what else do you want to talk about today in this, in our session? in our podcast robin williams for oh it's, my gosh and it's the anniversary of his passing you probably don't that's know that it. that's it i didn't i don't know i know you don't i could have i could have i don't i doubt it but well robin like, thank you robin please take the floor it's yours and like, take the chair point, i'm like because i kept on saying <laughs> like i know love love right robin he's like love love because but he wants to talk so it's not his birthday it's the anniversary of his death no it's the anniversary of death okay. eight years ago give me a second <laughs> stop celebrating the anniversary of when i died <laughs> well we're celebrating you know, he has a point he always does so i need to pay attention just give me a second he's like i was born into a different dimension who says that i had to be a baby to enter right and so he's giving me the 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 aspect of um like it's not it's just the continuation just like you said you know they're not gone they're just not here and he says i just walked over to the other side he goes it doesn't in the timeless environment okay this is a lot in the in our souls are timeless right there's no beginning there's no end past present future as i know it for me shows up in the same place and i believe our souls are the same way we have different things going on that that equal what we're supposed to do or get out of whatever we came here to do, right? Um, I know. He's like, well, that was the long version. Um, <laughs> he's a critic too. I love that. Hold on. So he's saying when he got when he crossed over, when he when he moved into the other side, he 
Did you say he felt like a baby over there because it was all so fresh? No, it's just you don't have to be a baby to go to the other side. It doesn't end, like there's no, it's a, a, just another start. It's like starting a new job. And you, but you retain all the memories you had, not only of right. the lifetime, but also your other lifetimes. Correct, bingo. Um, and have you, Robin, are you aware of any of our other lifetimes? Did you want to share one with us, something in another era you can show it to Jennifer? <laughs> he showed me as being a jester, like one of those jokers for like a court. What a surprise. What I court, know. what country? Show Jennifer what country that was in. So we get a, at least a handle on it. Ireland. In Ireland. And uh, were you working for the king or the queen or who was the court that you were working with? The princess. The princess, and what era was this? If you want to give her a number. 1872. 1872, let's not judge it. And how was the outcome? Did you survive that or what What it happened to you? Off with my head. <laughs> <laughs> and did they or no? One bad joke, too many? Um, he escaped, there was some type of ah. war. Oh, like a war, 1870. And I just give Jennifer a sense of where in the UK this occurred. Was it north, south, north. east, Are north, sure? so Scotland area, or, just, or North Ireland? Just south, just south of Scotland. South of Scotland. Okay. And I'm just yeah, saying he could have been an Irish jester working for the royalty in, so it's just right. south of Scotland. Uh, okay, I'm not going to be a histor historian here, but you know, I'm thinking about all those that you know the different lords and ladies that were up there. Anyway, so but one. was it was it uh, so was it an enjoyable lifetime? Was there anybody else in this life that was in that yes, lifetime with you? Everybody laughed. Yes, very Loved good. You sh actually showed me Luana being the princess or the queen <laughs> okay and they both we're, were trying to escape there was something about both of them trying to escape oh that's fascinating <laughs> what do you know um well that's lovely robin and so now people are scotland princess i'm not sure scottish well robin people are going to be uh want to know what have you learned since you've been on the flip side everything Get out of your own way. Allow, allow us, which is you, to help guide you. He showed me like, stop trying to swim upstream. Hmm. Stop trying to trying to swim upstream. Swim upstream. And given the chance. We're there. We'll show up. Well, let's just talk about that for a second, Robin. When you're talking about not swimming upstream, so when trauma and difficulties happen in your lifetime, you should just kind of go with the flow of where that takes you, or how do you rise above the turbulent waters that we're in? Breathe, meditate chants and love to yourself watch it go out send love they showed me like i always i call it love dumping like with my clients with you know any situation to get them put at ease 
you know, if you try that before, you know, I used to do that to my son who I know <laughs> I didn't know where he was going to be mentally. I would start doing that and it always worked. So what do you mean? Like just pouring love towards them? Pouring love towards them. Because it changes your it changes your energy field to receive it. I see. So if you're having difficulties, transform the difficulty into some form of compassion or right. understanding or love so that it no longer causes stress for you. And by doing so, that actually helps you through whatever the turmoil is. Correct. Uh, is there anybody that you admire, Robin, on the flip side that's over here now in terms of comedy or in terms of the of your own journey? Oh, he, well, he's showing me, um, oh my gosh, <laughs> I can't believe, I can't think. Dave Chappelle, he's okay. like, they have their work cut out for them. I love Dave. I absolutely love Dave. There, there you go. I know you met him and you read him and you helped yeah, him. I read him and his buddies and it was hilarious. They could not believe it. It was so fun. <laughs> they had to tell us to quiet down. because we Kismet, laughing. wonderful yeah. Kismet. So, okay, Robin, and, and what do you want us to impart on this anniversary of your passing, which is, of course, your anniversary of your going home, which right. is a different way to look at it. It's a celebration, but um, he just says to love yourself so much that if you, if you love, it's like loving a child. Like if you love yourself so much, then the other stuff just kind of bounces off. Not in the like being a narcissist or being a yeah, not self love, mirror love, authentic love. Like if you give yourself the love and the peace that every single person on this planet deserves to have at some point in their life, um, through forgiveness, through action, through whatever it is, he's saying, um, stop wasting time being so critical about the have nots, the could nots, the should nots. Putting things in boxes and trying to label them right. he goes, versus never, you. He goes, you'll never catch up to however you think you're supposed to be. He goes, stop and like level your playing field for yourself. And then in return, it's just, you know, the world becomes more beautiful. When you love yourself, things are more magical. When you are helping others, there's a lot of synchronicities that happen that get to go to, to you, right? Let uh, me ask you this, Robin. So we, we've we had conversations with you before and I'm, you know, I'm a, I'm familiar or aware of the fact that, you know, sometimes family members might run into somebody talking about you as if they're talking to you. That always is problematic and, and sometimes uncomfortable. However, my question for you is, can anybody access you at any time? And, and if so, how, how would they do it? What would be a one, two, three of how to talk to Robin? He said a thousand percent. He says he's all over the place. Like he was here, he is over there. <laughs> he says that um, there's enough, he's laughing. He's a spirit slut. There's enough of him to go around. That's so funny. Hold on. <laughs> Happiness. A picture of him in your mind and laughing. Like just happiness. Think of something that makes you laugh. It makes you laugh. And then ask for more laughter. And he'll, he's showing me getting into my head and giving me things like they always do. Like my dad would get like, you know, whenever I wanted my, my heart to be lifted for whatever reason, if I had a 
strong content day with clients or whatever, I'll ask my dad. I'm like, dad, lift up my heart and he'll show me something so funny (laughs) that I can't help but laugh. I'm like, and it always is something like, oh yeah, that's right. I can't take myself so seriously or whatever it is. Right. And so Robin, um, you just put like a little clown nose right there on your nose. Um, Just laugh, watch a great movie with him in it. Mrs. Doubtfire, watch some, you know, anything. Good Will Hunting. He's in so many different movies that'll make you laugh. And he goes, and then you'll have more of, you'll have more of a belief that you can because you have, you have to believe that you can. And then you, he goes, because even if you don't believe him there, but you won't feel it if you don't believe. Right, because you're thinking of something funny, and it's like you're not really focused on your own issue because you're thinking about something that was hilarious that he said um so luana is there anybody else that wants to just pop their head in here or is this as as much as we have for today my dad just went like this he just went one two you know one two three i love you um thanks jim i know (laughs) he just showed me my son and your daughter (laughs) that's so funny (laughs) <laughs> what? <laughs> I actually feel like they're going to be friends for a long time. Who's that? Oh, your my daughter and your son. Now oh, that'd be yeah. cool. Um, and I'll I'll let my I'll ask my brother one last thing. Okay. Uh, yesterday, oh, go said, ahead. He just said thank you for bringing everybody together and really showing his essence. That's great. And Jeff, you had a conversation I think yesterday with someone near and dear to me and. So was yeah. that accurate? Yeah. What she heard about you saying and your complaints, he or she doubted it a little bit, and that's where it got, you know. Hold on, because you said a couple of things that only she would know that you have said to her in the past. Yeah, no, that was him. That's why he said it. But he said that she just needs to not doubt it, and she got better as it went by. As and, time went through. Okay, yeah, very good. Look forward to talking to her more. Very good. <laughs> you know, which is kind of funny because, of course, when your family members die, you know, they pass away and you have your memorial and all that stuff. And then, oh, they're still here. You're like, wait a minute. Memorials went over for like a month now. Are you still going to sit there and have those? He goes, they already moved it to the boat, but they can come back at any moment. <laughs> Very good. Okay, Olivia, I'm going to give it to you. The last word of our podcast. What do you want to tell people? Create your own heaven on earth, which is, she's showing me the heart. And then she mentioned how it's, it's a crescendo when you leave. It just, it's profound. It's amazing. There's nothing to fear. There is the colors. It truly is like your own sanity, your own heaven. I can't, I'm sorry. I don't mean to overuse the word. Um, or she doesn't mean to. Hold on. All of your issues and problems start fading away. Like she's showing me like little lights. She's like the essence of the people who we've learned this, the people that love you and the people that are over there to greet you. And no one's ever left either place, which is interesting. She's showing me going back and forth. Wow. That's yeah. profound. Yeah. Well- well, thank you so much, Olivia. We appreciate it. Huh. Within your heart, no one leaves either place. 
within your heart no one needs either place what does she mean no one leaves oh leaves so meaning you're all you mean you're always on the planet even when you're not on the planet yes wow that's interesting like the energy of who you were still exists where you were yeah everything still and the energy of who you are still exists where you are even when you're not on the planet bingo that's a little bit like dark matter it's a little bit like we've been talking about that's she just showed me a whole thing of can of worms that just popped open <laughs> but it, we've talked about this in terms of the tibetan philosophical thing of emptiness being not only the thing but the thing that will used to be there the energy the thing that was there and then we talked about that in terms of dark energy the right. the object that existed in space now has moved on and the energy is so that's what she's saying is that what you're saying olivia that the energy of who you were always exists here on the planet. Can't be destroyed, yes. And the energy of who you are still exists on the flip side. Wow, that's both. I love that. That's the very higher interesting. Self, if you think about it, it's just that, just the way we travel at the time that we're doing it. Very good. Is that it? Do I? Yeah, that's it. Okay, I, the hands came together. I know that's All right. It was so great seeing you, and hopefully I'll see you tomorrow, too. All right, very good. Jennifer, thank you so much for your gifts. Thank you, everybody, for showing up. Olivia, Jeff, uh, Luana, uh, and, of course, Robin. Let's not forget Robin. Robin, we love you. We miss you. Love, love. And love we'll, we'll catch you uh, next week. Have I got you next week? Yep. All right, very good. Love bye. you. Okay, bye. This has been Hacking the Afterlife podcast with Jennifer Schaefer. For more information... JenniferShafer.com, MartiniZone.com, or RichMartini.com. Hacking the Afterlife documentary is available on Gaia.com via Amazon Prime.